There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This you wouldn't even be doing this show if no, I not commanded you. You, <laughs> you did. there would be no theme song. I, there would be nothing. I really, you should give me the you have a right pillow. I'm gonna stab you in the throat. <laughs> Special PSA, special gay essay. Y'all, you're about to listen to our um, Love is Blind. It's amazing. It, it episodes. One thing, though, we uh, talk a lot about Discord. And, and Discord's it, dead to us, y'all. How we're going to use that in this episode. They're fucking dead to us. They're, we can't edit it out. It's too much in crowdcast it. Crowdcast is the new Discord. So Remember that word, Crowdcast. crowdcast. We're going to be using Crowdcast. This will be in later episodes, so you'll get more information. We'll be using Crowdcast to stream on the Friday. live episode on Friday. That's already integrated into your Patreon. Friday, February 28th. So you need not fear. So... Don't be basic and go to Discord because they fuck. They're us. gonna treat you like gamers, y'all. Fuck you, those shit. Fuck those shit and enjoy the show. Yay. <laughs> Where are my notes? Welcome to the show, this y'all. Is, this is the ninety day ninety. Sorry, this is ninety day gaze presents. I'm stumbling like Jessica, y'all. Uh, maybe because it's four o'clock and you're on your second <laughs> drink. This is 90 Day Gaze presents Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Wait. Hopefully we've already gotten our theme song in now. Hopefully. Otherwise, <laughs> we just gave it away. Um, y'all, my name is Matt, a.k.a. Ooh, strong. A.k.a. Maddie. And I'm Jake Anthony, a.k.a. Poodle. Grab your notes, whore. Let's jump into it. Right. Y'all, we just want to remind you, we want to thank you for jumping onto our Patreon for Ooh, this. Oh, our Gatreons. We're our Gatreons if now. If you're new to our Gatreons, our Gatrons, we'll just give, real quick, we'll just let you know we're doing this show and we also have our We Recap. 90 pa- Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance. The past Marvel, seasons, the multiverse. The multiverse, past seasons. And each month we do a By Curious episode. That's just whatever we've been watching. Sometimes we feel like a nut and sometimes. You just want to come on their face. It's true. <laughs> exactly. Right now we're doing one by Curious episode. If we get at the come at us tier, if we get to uh, the 
basically we're doubling. And so we get to another number on that. We're going to start with two by curious two episodes. Two by curious episodes a month. So thank you for hanging with us. And let's jump in, whore. Let's jump in. Okay. We begin with the big reveal. Reveal. Of Cameron and Lauren. Oh. God, yeah, we're this gonna, couple. We're gonna kind of talk to them a little bit. We're gonna kind of talk about couples more. Like, yep. in a, we're gonna do it by couples because the last episode was kind of like we weren't sure what to do. So we are, now we kind of know. We should say this. We meant to say this last episode. We know this is an experiment of not falling in love with people we don't see. Y'all, they're all fucking pretty. Everyone's at least an eight. At least. Um, It'd be interesting so, to see like if there were some fours or fives in here. Well, there were a couple people. We haven't seen them since the first episode. They were pushed out of sight <laughs> and like deemed kid, too unattractive. Like, Happy in the toehole. <laughs> please let me come out, master, please. They, they decided people like Allie, who'd had a little plastic surgery on her on her face, were not worthy of... <laughs> Of they, finding love, apparently. They just got the fuck Rory rid of with them. LPV, little person vibes. <sighs> he's not worthy of finding love either. Uh, actually, I think he's good looking. I, I agree. I'm saying he's just got a little LPV. He's got like a big forehead, I'm but he's say handsome. Something, I'm going to say something oh, a little controversial. This is when we get up pulled off. I feel like Lori with Lori. Rory was hired by the production, <laughs> or they had a guy who didn't show up, and Rory was a PA who had to come in and step in, because Rory's always trying to fill in plot points for people. You know what? That's <laughs> fair. And he does look familiar. I wondered yeah, if I worked with him on PA. set before. He's a PA. Y'all, because we've decided they probably were just down they there. Were underneath they Silmar. They were in that, that bunker or Simi in, Valley. in Simi Valley. Silmar didn't Y'all, know what to do. if you've ever been to Silmar or Simi Valley, you know there's a lot of space there. Anyway, also, kind of like Lots this of show. Flooding. And like this show, there's a lot of white people out there. Too. Y'all, there's... There's only like one black guy so far that we've seen in the second episode. It's there's, only black, there's one black male. There's one there's Latino n- man. No one Asian. There isn't. No. I'd like to see this show in the retrospect of real like. The, the men are all white. Because Lauren yeah. brings up this great. Let's just jump into Cameron and Lauren. And there's, I think yeah. that's a good segue, yeah. right? But I, you're, you're exactly right. And the ones who we have seen who have, they haven't featured on camera a lot are not what we would call our most the most attractive people compared to i would say the eights or nines i feel like they might have told people when they were coming in don't worry don't worry about people look like everyone's gonna be attractive it almost is like they said i i i bet you dollars to donuts they did say that because what if somebody fell in love with somebody then we see it's big ed (laughs) he's gonna be on the new season of 90 day fiance y'all he has no neck and it may be from a disorder, and nope, I and you it, can't and talk it will about really it. upset me if it is a disorder because then I may, that means I can't make fun of it. I may break that rule. Well, <laughs> I feel like well, by the time this is dropped, we would have already watched the first episode. But people, I don't know about him. time. I think he might be the most lovable person on this season. He put mayonnaise on his head. I saw it in a clip. He asked to send us stickers, and I said that's so sweet. But we just don't we don't interact with fans or with cast members. Yeah, and we've got nothing. Unless Antonio wants to send us a if dick Antonio pic. wants to send me a ooh, dick pic, ooh. I'm here, baby. Mama, mama. <laughs> All right, let's jump into Cameron and Lauren. Lauren, uh, Lauren, Lauren. Uh, they are the reason why I love this show. He ran to her, <laughs> and then he said, "I'm I never gonna let you go." Wanna run to you? I gotta do this high. Oh. 
Y'all, I'm if you can see, let me finish. I'm busy. I'm being told to shush. I was told I was shushed. And then he just did chin vibrato at the end. <laughs> did. Like Whitney Houston Whitney does. does. Huh. How, I used to listen to that and that's song. That's how you my, learned a lot of bad vocal habits. It's true. I yes, I I used to listen to that song with my eighth grade girlfriend. Whose last name, strangely enough, was named Beard. No, this is another <laughs> one. The fact that you had two girlfriends. I was a those catch. stupid bitches. Um, we'll see sometimes. So anyway, so they're saying, let me look at you. I can't. It was like out of a she's movie. She's like, you're a prince. And I, I got Twitter painted. And they kiss like this, not gross, but like this beautiful, passionate kiss. And she just kind of falls into him. It was out of a movie. It was out of a it fucking was out of a Julia movie. Roberts movie. And then she says. But Julia I, Roberts didn't like laugh her trademark. Ha <laughs> ha laugh. We should put that people can't talk bad about Liza Minnelli, <laughs> Judy Garland, I'm or Julia Roberts. I'm fine with talking bad about Julia Roberts. I don't love her the way I you do. Her. I um, I'm like her, but I don't think she's infallible. Was there a star that you just love and it's not, it's that there's no reason for it? You just love them? Hmm. Um, Kate Blanchett. Really? You can't talk bad about Kate Blanchett. Okay. Yeah. But there's nothing she's ever done that, that like Julia Roberts made terrible movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure Kate Blanchett has two, but I'll have to think about them. I just want to hang out with her. Let's um, think about Notes from a Scandal when Judy Dench and Kate Blanchett. That movie was, <laughs> Jake was so over gay stimulated. And Bill Nye, which is like, I don't know whether I'm going to She went, he went, well, figure it out. <laughs> it was so overacted. Oh, it was so good. It was good, though. It was good. Um, um, so then Cameron drops a bomb that she's never dated outside of her race. Uh, Lauren. Or Lauren said she's never dated outside of her race. And she's like, I got large, full lips. I was worried that he wasn't, that I would like swallow him whole. And I wonder, my that, large, full I know, lips. I thought, I'm going to have to ask my partner if he ever thought about that. Cause like, I, I, that broke my heart. I was like, oh, you shouldn't, your lips are your lips. That's fine, girl. But I guess I some people are worried Lauren about that. Lauren is a little, uh, I think Lauren's a little more neurotic. True. She talks about how like she really like fights for activism and stuff in the black community. And she's worried. She's worried that is she being kind of like a, a it, she'll she'll worry about how she feels about that. Her friends would be like, "So you dating a white guy, but you advocate for like black community." It's a good question to have. It is. I th- and it is, you know, for people to say, oh, interracial relationships aren't a big deal anymore. They Y'all are in the some, south. From someone who's in one, they are still I've I've met people who in L.A. I don't feel like it's that no, big of a deal. but I've met people who like have either said or hinted at they don't have a problem with me being gay, but they do think these aren't like good friends. But people yeah. that wonder why I choose though to date a black gay man, hmm. still in this day and age, and you're like, what the fuck? Anyway, hmm. just let the people love y'all. They're going to Mexico, not yet. Well, they're oh, going to be with Mexico. You sound so sweet till I got a stomach flu. I ship my pets on the plane back. I'm never going back again. Isn't that exactly your story? That is exactly what happened to me the last time I went to Mexico um, City. Y'all, there's a Jimmy Buffett musical called Escape to Margaritaville right now. Oh. And it has one of the worst books. I saw it. It has one of the worst books. You saw it? Yes. Worse than Rock of Ages? Not Rock of mm. Ages, than the Queen musical? Then We Will Rock You. We Will Rock You is one of the worst That's pieces like of shit. That's like choosing the Lady of the Tiger. I don't know. That's... Oof. 
I don't know. Margaritaville, Escape of Margaritaville so is terrible. I guess don't so, see it if it comes to your city. Don't see it, y'all. Go see, go support local theater. Yeah, go um, see something at your local of a ninety-nine seat theater. Tour. So we're, one thing that I kind of know that I feel like they didn't explain in the first episode. Y'all, once they ask them to get married, they're out of the pool. They're still in the house. Yeah. So they're still going to be in the, the, what do you call it, the pussy lounge? They're still in the pussy palace pussy and palace. then the Sean Cody winter getaway. In the Sean Cody winter getaway. House. The yeah. house, the lounge. They're still in the boys and the girls' house. They haven't left like Love Island. But they're not going on individual dates right. anymore. Okay. They're, they're, they're just there to get moral support. Okay. <laughs> they can just, they can be there for props for conversation. They really should get them out. I kind of agree. They should. They don't have anything else to do. Yeah. Just take them off. They're just masturbating when That's everyone true. else is going off dates. Like, uh, Cameron's just jerking off. I'd Ex- pay to see that. I'd pay to see that, too. Um, I just have one, a couple of things before we jump into the to the mm-hmm. people in the pods. Ooh, I like that. The people, people in, in the, the pod. The pod people. The, um, pod time. Amber still wears chokers, and I don't know how I feel about this. Well, is this coming back, or is this, she's crazy, she likes to be choked? <laughs> I need y'all to let us know. I think it's like, I think her situation is akin to the story of- Are we recording? When, <laughs> yeah, just checking. Didn't know. When that, go- we, y'all, who are new to us, we do that all the time. We went 20 <laughs> minutes one time without fucking And recording. now we have to see- yeah. I really should check every time because you're. We should. You're a, you seem to slip about that sometimes. You know, when you're running all the tech and the other person's just talent, and I'm being ideas. Sometimes it and gets sometimes, difficult. Y'all, the idea game that I have to do at the beginning <sighs> is exhausting. Yeah, I want to talk about this though. The choker. Yes. So remember that story in like more scary stories to tell in the dark, where the girl is yes. wearing the the little, little thing around her neck. And all of a sudden, the guy really loved her. And he said, you want you to take it off? I want to just be with you. She's like, no, I can never take this off. And she took, he, one time, she fell asleep. And she took it off and her head fell off. Yes. That's Amber. That's Amber. Except with Amber, she would, all of a sudden, when you would take it off, she would even say worse things. Like, oh my God, my pussy itches. <laughs> Probably. She would be, she would like, her actual self would come out because Amber's hiding her crazy behind a wall so, and it's slowly eking out. So maybe it's more like, and this is spoiler alert if, if you're the two people that haven't watched it, maybe it's like in Game of Thrones when the red woman <laughs> takes off her necklace and she's an old crony bitch yes. instead of young and pretty with nice tits. Her choker is actually keeping her civil. Remember when you saw that she <gasps> was old? I guess that show was so good until, until the, the end. last two seasons. But the dragons were great, y'all. That's true. Uh, uh, so you want to jump into the pod? Yeah, I we'll think, go back to Pussy Palace and Sean ba- Cody Winter Getaway. We're gonna go back to there later. Yeah, there's gonna be some talk. Um, I want to start out with uh. Damien and Gigi. Damien and Gigi. She's from Venezuela. She's from Venezuela. That's important because it's part of a plot line. And she's the lost Kardashian sister. <laughs> she is. She's gorgeous. <laughs> she is. But she keeps reminding me of the younger Kardashian They're girls. They're all fucking movie star gorgeous. I'm yeah. telling you. Well, actually, the women are. And the guys are. Uh, at least four of the guys are really hot. Four of the guys are really hot. Yeah. Damien. Um, Damien. He. Damien's cute, y'all. He's got a huge fucking dick. Big dick alert. Y'all, and you think I'm just saying it about everybody. There's only two of the cast members who have huge dick men. Poodle said, quote, 
It's the biggest in the re- in the, the house. It's the biggest in the house. Swing low, sweet Dickasaurus. 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 Come and border, carry me. That's what a Dickasaurus says. The dick just raises Yo. up and it goes. There's sometimes when you've seen a Dickasaurus and you actually think, am I afraid for my life? And how am I going to do this? <laughs> Because you're thinking, part of you says, I love a challenge, and part of you says, I want to walk tomorrow. Yeah. You're like, uh-uh. <laughs> There's a strange dick in my house. <laughs> you can look at Poodle's Gay Club Glitter Mix for that song. You can. To me, a stranger in my house. To me, you can. You can go on Spotify and we look do. for it's that. We do. It's Spotify. I can't mm-hmm. put that in the show links. Poodle's Gay Club yeah, Mix. Yeah, you forget about it every time. Anyway, so... <laughs> Damien's a country boy, y'all. He's a redhead. He His is. family's important. Um, she really likes him. Uh, there's a great song about halfway there where it's like, We're running back together. Running back together. We're running back together. Running back together. Nice third. Um, and that's... Uh, that song is by... Who's the band that sings that song, Poodle? Uh, that song is by uh, a great uh, kind of unsigned band mm-hmm. that we found uh, called the Berry Brothers. The Berry Brothers. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, strangely enough, it is two trans women. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And But strangely enough, they is... love to dress up like... Is it bears as in... B-E-A-R or bears is in like strawberries? B-E-A-R. B-E-A-R, okay. Makes all sense on the world. And yeah. boys is with an O. Boys or brothers, you mean? Brothers. And brothers is with a B-U-B-R-U-T-H-A-Z. Oh, brothers. Uh-huh. Brothers. Very brothers. Very brothers. Mm-hmm. They were great. They are. Great. Um, so Damien says a line <laughs> that is not prompted by a producer at all. <laughs> Did something happen in your past to cause you to not feel beautiful? That was much better acted and delivered than he did it. But <laughs> y'all, y'all, I I think Damien is cute and sweet. There's not a lot going on upstairs. Not smart. Not we or are, or uh, here's the thing. I think he doesn't do well in such situations. I think there uh, he may. I hate. I don't want to say he's on the spectrum because I don't want, I want to say that he's no, not always that. the most easy to relate to. Well, I just think he could be shy, or whatever. Uh, um, you know, it's um, he's Damien's a general manager. I think that was his job. Yeah, we don't know if that's general manager of a car lot. That's how he dresses. Of a of a Tonka truck factory, El Coyote. Of El Coyote. Of like a tech company. Of a Mimi's Cafe. Me, I kind of think he is the manager at <laughs> Mimi's it. Cafe. Mimi's, y'all. Y'all, he moved oh. up to the ranks. My mother, Bonnie. <laughs> I mean. Baby, let's just go to Mimi's and have a glass of that Riesling and some bread. She likes Riesling. Loves her white Riesling and just a little bread. No, Riesling is such a sweet wine. I can't handle it. I can't it. handle it. She lo- Come at us if your mother loves Riesling. Hey, baby, let's go to Mimi's. And she usually says kind of Riesling. Riesling. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she got picked on a lot in high school. And guess what? He did too. He did too. Because <laughs> you know what? I bet he was nerdy. 
not cute. And you know a- what? Not athletic boy. She put on the pounds, and she's fine now. And she's a muscle man no, now. That he's face, ripped. That face has always given off the big dick aura. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, the smart girls knew. They did. You know, Jennifer's or Ashley's were just out fucking those Barnett's <clears throat> and those pretty boys in high school. But there was one girl whose name was like... What probably there was one girl who was, it was real, Elisa. Elisa, yes, Elisa <laughs> who fucked his brains out in who high fucked school. Fucked his brains out because she was that smart bitch that knew. She loved to ride that flagpole. Elisa or a Rachel? Woo! Yes, definitely. Woo! Just like a maypole, just slide all the way down. It's <laughs> true. Um. Anyway, so they're starting to get really close, y'all. They're getting close. Gigi basically says, I self-sabotage all the time. Her parents' divorces (laughs) fucked her up, which is true. So then Um, we don't really get... (laughs) Here's the deal, though. They talk about, like, being... But they don't ever talk... Or he doesn't really talk about a lot of specific stuff. It's like surfacy. Cut to Rory's helping him with breathing exercises. Rory, the PA, Uh uh, who... Take deep breaths, bro. (laughs) Who uh, who is probably getting scale for this? Probably. Um, and he's saying, you know, it's okay to propose. He, uh, Rory, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Damien, Damien walks in a suit that is way too small for him to be doing. Uh, he must have pumped a lot of oh, iron in between. I mean, I bet his arms feel like just <clears throat> mountains. Uh, yeah, he, he's. I, he, I guarantee you, he's going to look up with his shirt off. I'm going to clip that mountain high. <laughs> Um, I want to now we we guys we we tell each other we love our each other and now we're getting to the proposal. Oh yeah, woo! <laughs> I need a moment as we say on nine day gays to process this, but we're going to do this right now as a love is blind theater. Oh, oh and okay. I'm going to be playing the role of Damien. I'm playing the role of the and you're going to be playing the role no. <laughs> You're gonna, you know, you can play the empty box if you'd like, but you're also you know, gonna be playing Gigi. Okay, fine. I'll play the role of this. Just acting responsibilities. I'll play the role of the empty box and Gigi. Okay, <laughs> I'm the Meryl fucking Streep of podcasting. So here we go. Okay, Gigi, I gotta tell you, I started. Uh, <laughs> hold on, I need a moment. I. It's okay, baby. Oh, uh, you see that box there. The one that was just there that was put by Rory, the PA. It's empty. I know. Um, here's the thing. I was started putting all kinds of things in it that was in my travels. And, you know, then I thought, no, this is stupid. No, I'm not going to do this. And then I, I thought about, I only love my mama and my brother and my daddy. And no, you deserve more than this. I cannot give you this box. So I unwrap the... Are you following all this? I, I'm just listening and I'm a, I little, unra- I'm and a then, little scared. And then I took the top off the box and I put my dick in it for a while. And then it's huge, by the way. And then I said, no, I, I am your gift. And for some reason, I put a bow tie around my wrist. That makes sense, right? I'm just listening and concerned. Winky, we fuck. And scene. Does this gift have a receipt? 
because she's going to want to return this Everyone who was watching and the weird vanity like bow tie around his wrist made no sense. You know, you would actually, oddly enough, a little more well-spoken than he was even. (laughs) It did not make a lot of sense. It did not make sense. It was a lot of poodle says. It was a lot of Instagram memes put together Mm -hmm. into a proposal. But... I am your gift was one of the strangest things I've ever heard. And then we're left with Gigi speechless. And y'all, we won't know. We have to wait till next episode if they're going to be together or not. And then they run towards the like, uh, uh, the little frozen window and he like jizzes on it. P.S. You know, someone had to jerk off in those rooms. Some Barnett. <laughs> Barnett, Barnett, ju- Barnett jerked, jerked off. off when he was probably talking to Amber. Oh, he, yes. And Amber, Amber, like, yes, Amber, and, like, phone sexed him. The opposite of phone sex, maybe, like, pod sexed yes, him. Yes, and the, Amber the went thing. to the Palms Bar and invited her finger friends. <laughs> I know it happened. I know it happened. Oh, Amber. God, I hate Amber. Um, the next one I have on my list is I have Carlton and Diamond. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's right. do it. Yep. Bows like a diamond, herb like a diamond. So Carlton has proposed, y'all. He gets down on one knee. She collapses into the couch. Now, as we learned last episode, hey, Carlton, Carl, stop Carlton has his heart is open, and he sees people as hearts and not genitalia. So he's uh, the short answer for that, y'all. Is um, uh, we learned this? He he he's been down the dick sucking highway. Yep. I'm going down the dick sucking highway. I'm sucking long. (laughs) I don't know when. And when I see that digger coming, I'm going to be back in that shame pen again. I would like to say that that is Muddy Water from Big River. (laughs) It was kind of a takeoff of that song. Horrified (laughs) that you just made that song about that. Oh, look out for him. Oh, Muddy Water. You had to throw your head back to do that last one. <laughs> We're going to have to put that on the musical episode. <laughs> That's going to have to be on the musical episode. <laughs> That's either when you just subscribed to the rest of the Patreon or you left. I think someone has just left. (laughs) Y'all, you can tell we only do this show for us. For what interests us. For people who say we talk about dicks and just like sing and say y'all all the time, that's the show. That's the show. I'm sorry. It's not going to (laughs) change. Oh, oh. Uh, well, apparently, here's what I want to just criticize. <laughs> when your heart is open and you don't when tell someone that open. when you're fucking other people. Yeah, well, here's like, the I'm thing. I'm just sad for him and he's a is, dick. Should Well, there's a big question here. Do you need to reveal your entire past when you've known each other for six days and you get engaged? Is it or is it something you bring up? Now, let's say it's been 10 years since he's dated guys. 
I, is or it, I think it's all about what he considers himself. The problem is we don't know what he considers himself. We don't know what he considers himself. I think, I think he, he's walking around with a lot of shame because he dated guys. You know That's what, what it I is? See. It's actually for me. Uh, so come at us in the sissy squad. Let us know um, or on the Patreon comments for this episode. Yeah, y'all. By the way, if you're listening to Patreon, if y'all want to talk to each other, there's a whole comment thing for each episode. There y'all, is. Y'all can all talk about this shit. Um, it's actually not that he dates guys. No, it's how he's handling dating the guys and the shame of it all. It's yep. the shame of it all. The way he's crying. The shame of it all. He's saying things like, "Quote," because I wrote this. I'm not letting any doubt or insecurities from the past take this from me. You make me feel like I don't have to hide. Mm. So what I'm hearing is this guy's in a shame. And he's, and he's crying saying he's been craving acceptance his whole life. <sighs> this is not someone who says, yeah, I've dated women. I've dated men. I'm fine with it. I love it. all people. Yeah. If he came in with that energy, first of all, I think they would yeah. have mentioned it. And I, and I think he's deeply ashamed. Of it's, his time it, that he's dated guys. We talk a lot about intention on this show. It's not the action, it's the intention. Agreed. That's what bothers And what he's bringing to it. Yep. Um, I want to talk about when they do meet. Um, he, so, they open the doors, he starts running toward her. You can see her, like, look, kind of glazed look in her eyes that maybe this wasn't exactly the kind of guy. Awkward. Um, and then after some niceties... Uh, he he says he tells her you fly and her she you, says it's the same thing but it's higher and goes you fly yeah he's like you fly she's like you fly <laughs> fly fly away bitch make me a bird so I can fly, fly far, far 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 away. Well away yo that's what that's when someone says to me on Grinder oh my God you're so handsome and if I type back if it, you could hear my typing you'd be like so are you so are you. <laughs> When because your voice it, goes up an octave. Because if he really <laughs> thinks you're, you're hot, someone will tell Poodle. They'll say, Poodle, you're so handsome. And he'll say, show me your dick. Because <laughs> that means he's into Maybe. you. So, yeah. And then they, if you look at their body language, even if we look. if we, She's feeling it. If we compare she, this yeah. to, first of all, Cameron and Lawrence. You can't which compare is a, anything to Cameron and Lawrence. And honestly, we're going to talk about it in a minute. But if you compare it to Kelly and Kenny's. Like, Later. Yeah. But Dom, they like kind of hug each other and then they like step back like two feet away the way you like meet somebody that you used to fuck at your 10 year reunion <laughs> y'all come now, out come I will say if it was awkward when you saw the person you fucked at your 10 year reunion I didn't date girls in high school so I don't know yeah you will say what uh, I will say about Kenny and Kelly we're gonna talk about them in a little bit they are the potato salad of couples y'all <laughs> Their, their whole you segment will, was seven minutes, and that's eat, all we need. You will eat potato salad if it's there, and but unless someone, some restaurant says, we have the best potato salad in the world, you're not touching that potato salad because you don't care. They are the- Maybe if you're still hungry at the end of your meal. They are the, what is it, Zach and Alexandra of Love Island? I loved Zach, though. They were so boring to me. Oh, I just wanted to do, do, to do Zach. Oh, I know, but- Boring, but yeah, but Kenny and Kelly, they're fine, y'all. Let's talk about them. I think we're done with Carlton and Diamond. I agree. Right? So, I kept saying, "Who are these people?" <laughs> My name's Kelly Chase, and I'm Kenny Barnes, and uh, we, I, and Kenny is a vacuum salesman. Are you certain he's got to be his I vacuum thought, salesman? I thought he was like a car salesman. That's what it vacuum, felt like to me. Car or insurance? Yeah. And now that there's anything wrong, that he just kind of has that. Friendly preacher, I'm going to sell you something. He does, Bob. friend. Let me friend, tell you this. Like let my me father tell you says, this. 
Um, What's your favorite book, friend? <laughs> What's your favorite childhood book? No, she asked that question, which is a great question. It is a great question. And he says, Forever My Baby You'll Be, which is a, a book. Now, that is a children's book. What kind of freaked me out was when he's like, yeah, I kind of read it again three or four years ago. Where would you get it? And why would you decide to read a children's book? A Barnes and Noble, maybe. <laughs> but to seek out this book really made a lot to me forever. Yeah, forever. Well, I'll be I'll be my mama's baby forever. It was a strange thing to say that he'd read it three or four years ago. I mean, I don't know. We don't. I feel like there's more to know about Kimmy, but we don't get to know really a lot about you him. You know what? There's not. <laughs> Kel- Kelly Chase, y'all, Kelly Chase is I that I really like her. She is that pretty smart girl who won Homecoming Queen at my high I school. I really like her. She is. Um, she kind reminds of me of a, of a gymnast in like the 80s. She reminds me of like Carrie Strug, yeah. Mary Lou Retton. She reminds me of April McAllister. That's who she reminds me of. I don't know who that she's is, but I'm soft- sure you're going to tell me. She's a softball coach now, and her husband's a coach too. And she's still real fit, real pretty, and they just are have cute kids, cute baby. I don't baby. think I've ever met a softball coach who was married to a man. You know what? <laughs> and she is not a lesbian. <laughs> You know what? Good for her. Because there are some girls that play. We had a very good softball team at Lone Grove High School. I guess I'm going to hear about this. I look back at a lot of them now and I'm like, they all, not not all, I was like, some of them, they just should date. Life would be easier because the men that they went on to date and divorce and had three babies with since high school, fuck them over. Oh, I still, I'm like, oh. That sucks for you. But April McAllister, she was one of those smart girls who like waited to date guys. Oh. She didn't like fuck around with them. So she did it later in high school and then kind of like lesbians do? No, I really don't think she has a lesbian vibe. All right. Yeah. But softball is the sport. Oh. Softball or volleyball, y'all. Volleyball, yeah. Or shot put. Women's rugby. (laughs) Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, 
important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com 
slash reality gaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Don't forget to share your song with us too. Songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I already said this, but Black football. someone's got to have jerked off in these spots. Yes. <laughs> when you're talking someone to someone. Um, so Kenny and Kelly talk about. He propo- and he, and he well, proposes. He said, they really bonded because this, I just want to say, this is the extent of their deepness. <laughs> yeah. I fell alone. She cries and says, I fell, I alone, fell alone too. Let's get married. Let's get married. That's Yo. kind of it. This would be a nap if, like, if, every, if all the couples were like it's this. It's kind of a problem. I kind of think in the editing, they almost should not have put Cameron and Lauren first. You know, I agree with that. It kind of fucked everything. I feel like... They were I, amazing. I agree with that. And I feel like Unless the show... Drop. No, I don't want to go there. The sh- Y'all, I feel Poodle like, literally can't handle them breaking up. I, like, no. he gets, he I gets have anxiety angry. when people mention that. Um... I uh I feel like this whole show was a ton of pre-production and a ton of production the set, the effects, everything and everything to detail, but I feel like the story editing wasn't the way it should be. I agree with the that. The whole so far just seeing episode 1 and 2. Netflix I, let us know. I feel like the story editing is kind of really subpar. Netflix hire us. If you want to get a, uh, an idea about story editing, watch the last season of Night Day Fiance, season seven, because they edited the motherfuck out of that. They sure did. Yeah, to the point where it was too much. That's too much story editing. Now, can we talk about his proposal real quick? Yeah. I thought this was sweet because they can't see each other. So I thought it was sweet. He was like, close your eyes, covers your eyes, and like just listen to the sound of my voice and like be present. I thought that was sweet. But you she could have kept her eyes open and done the same thing. Would you have closed your eyes or would you have kept them open? Kept them open. You're that bitch in church that prayed, looked at everybody while they were praying. Oh, ask my mother. And my mother would say, <laughs> close your eyes. <laughs> what, do you, what do you have to look around for? <laughs> why don't you, why don't you, people can see you. Would you just comment on people while they were praying? My mother would, no, my mother would squeeze my hand. If she saw me with my eyes open, she would say, this is disrespectful. <laughs> She's like, everyone else is being, everyone else is being uh, very, very respectful. And you're not. <laughs> she just could have put that on loop yeah. for your entire childhood. 
It's like, what is there to look at in here? It's just a church. Just a church. Um, so I thought that line was sweet when he said, I can't wait to learn to love you more. I did. You know what? It's, that not, that sweet. I, it's not that I don't like them, y'all. I like them. They're a potato salad. They're just not entertaining. Yeah. Seriously. There's nothing about there's nothing bad about potato salad. You Sometimes you'll eat it and you're like, this is decent. They're a six inch dick. <laughs> Y'all. No, six inches is pretty good. I, mean, I, can, inches. I can do a lot with six inches. They're five like a inch. five. They're a five inch dick. They're, they're great. It's a good night. It's a good night. It's going to do well. You might have to do a little more work than you think you would. You would. You a little might. more acrobatics. Mm-hmm. You might have make to make sure a- your Make sure your bed frame, your headboard is a little more. Yeah, you might have to get out a cock ring or two. Yeah. But it's going to be a good night for everybody. And if they know how to do it, it's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But their potato salad and a five-inch dick. But when a you, five inch dick isn't bad, y'all. But when you've got if an your eight, husband's got a fiver, you're fine. If you got an eight inch Latin dick that's just saying "Hola," and you're like, "Whoa!" It's hard to choose the middle bed, like uh, Goldie Goldilocks. Goldie Cox. It's hard to Cox. say it's just right when it ain't. It's true. Anyway, they see another. They see one another. And again, they run and they kiss each other and they hold each other the way people should. And he's much taller than she is, so and it's kind of cute. And then we get the great love ballad. Wait until it's my time. <laughs> Wait until it's my time. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Which a lot of people don't know is by a group called the Ooh-Ahs. <laughs> That's them singing their band. Ooh-Ahs. Uh-huh. Yes. Ooh-Ahs. And- they actually, it's a group of 40 people that all sound like one person. <laughs> they're, a, they're like Eric Whitaker choir. They're in an indigenous people's tribe from Alaska. Oh, a lot of people don't know that. I love a good indigenous people's. It's true. Ooh, Inuit. Inuit, yes. There you go. Okay. Um, are we ready to talk about <sighs> Barnett and. Uh, uh, and Elsie slash and Jessica Amber slash Jessica. It's like those shirts for that for the book A Little Life, which if you read A Little Life, maybe you didn't. But like, what what are his name? It's like Nico, blah 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 blah. It's like four names. Um, you just lost all of our audience. <laughs> like one person is saying yes. It's very L.A. I should say in New York. <sighs> uh, but anyway. They're in, they're in like a quad, y'all. Who do you want to start with first? Uh, let's talk about let's just talk about Barnett in general and talk about let's go to LC first. You um, called it in our last episode. <clears throat> what he just like he's just like he's a fuck boy everywhere he's giving everybody what he's they want. Awful and it's absolutely awful. He's y'all. He's he's kind of me in my late twenties, early thirties. <laughs> but he's gonna be that husband that keeps fucking up because he just oh I'm just such a fuck up. I actually think he's kind of a bit and, of a and it's uh, worse and it's worse because he says something like every time he fucks up he learns from it and he convinces his wife or the girlfriend he's with that he's he's not gonna do it anymore or that we're past this. Yeah. We we're so strong we can weather this. And so and the problem is he's such a sweet talker. I'm sure there's a term for this where he's so good at emotional intelligence and convincing people that telling them what they want to hear. Well, honestly, a sociopath, but I don't think he's, he's a sociopath. He's not a sociopath. He's just a narcissist. Yeah. There's uh it's almost too like in a weird way he has too much 
maybe empathy, meaning that he reads people and feels what people are feeling so well that he picks up on it. But it's like he doesn't make the connection then. I think you got it. He, yep. he doesn't make the connection to use that empathy empathy of of how his actions affect them. I agree. You yeah. know what I mean? It's very he, odd. And, he, and he, he can read people and tell you what you need to hear at that moment. He can kind of help us. Because both of us, both of us are pretty empathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what our job is. Um, as you look it's off, cloudy outside. As you look off <laughs> into a different direction. I thought I saw a thundercloud. While I talk about empathy. <laughs> I thought I saw a thundercloud, y'all. I was like, y'all. you know, because most of us are really listeners. <laughs> And this bitch just is not even, his eyes are like rolling around his head. God, I, I need a new person to do this show with. Anyway, uh, uh, Barnett to me is my worst nightmare in my 20s. Oof. He's my worst nightmare. Oof. Even in my early 30s. You would have come home so much without your clothes. Yeah, which I did a couple times. But yeah. But y'all, y- we've all had Barnett. We've all We've had all had this guy. Yeah, um, he was uh, my uh, he was my uh, yeah the K word. Remember the K word guy? Oh boy, thank God that went away. Uh, anyway, y'all. Uh, so Elsie is basically saying he he says Elsie, I like you, and so he's gaslighting three of these girls, and then the next thing should we talk about Barnett now and Amber? Well, she, he's like, he says this with every girl, oh my god, oh yeah, we're so freaking similar we're so similar, we're and so much sadly alike sadly enough, I think he believes all of it yeah, I think because he doesn't understand, you're right, he's so empathetic, he's so open-nerved that he's letting everything in but not realizing how it really affects other people. Exactly, yeah. I do need to talk about something with Elsie Y'all, this is a think of Lauren Conrad. This is, this is a it does. This is a this is a this is a red flag. Okay, that's it. Thank you for that upper harmony. You're welcome. Y'all, we love You are learning. We're learning how to read one another well. You're finally learning what to do. Great. Thank you. Um, I say finally, like my mother would. If you're dating a guy and he has a ukulele and can't play one <laughs> fucking song on it, that's a red, red flag. flag. Red. You know why he carries a ukulele? Just I wrote, so of he course looks, he has a ukulele. So he looks fucking cute and you comment on a ukulele. It's the dumbest fucking thing ever. And it's sad because she can't even see how he looks playing the ukulele. And I used to think he was kind of hot because I think he's amazing I in bed. I knew you would go away but with you, this. But you had seen this episode. I yes, hadn't. I had. After I saw this, I was like, you're a fucking tool. I don't have time for you. I, y'all, I You're just going to give me HPV and regret. I, <laughs> that's all Barnett's you know, going to give exactly you. That's exactly what That's exactly what Barnett's going to give you. He is riddled with HPV. Oh, yeah. Riddled with it. Had to learn that the hard way, ladies. Uh-huh. Anyway. Probably has herpes, too. If you can't play the ukulele and you have one, this is a metaphor, ladies. If mm-hmm. he's not going to show up as a husband in your life. Anyway, now um, we can move on to Amber. Uh, either Amber, I'm Amber. So we're going to talk about Amber. Um, I want to talk about uh, Amber. So Barnett has this kind of triangle quad with Amber, mm-hmm. Jessica, and Elsie mm-hmm. going on. Um, let's talk about Amber first. Who is like a cool girl? She's like, I'm a cool girl. Like I'm an army girl. I can blow up a tank. And Barnett's like, so when we get out of here, are we going to be like all engaged and shit? So romantic. 
He's dumb. And, but here's the thing. Here's the thing which really gets her. Gets gets. Sorry, gets him uh, hooked when she says she tells that story of the unwanted pregnancy that yes. she had, and the guy was like, As "How can we fix it?" As she she's is drinking, drinking from her Sutter House bottle, <laughs> Sutter Home, Sutter Home. <laughs> That's what I mean. My Sutter. mother, y'all, Mother Poodle loves a good Sutter Home. <laughs> uh, does she really? She loves. Can I have some Sutter Home Chardonnay? <laughs> Only if you don't have Kendall Jackson, though. Y'all, if you drink Kendall Jackson, you're a basic bitch. I remember when I first started. I love me some Kendall Jackson, and I'm basic. When I worked at Interurban Restaurant, I remember this beautiful woman came in, and she's like, can I have some Kendall Jackson? That's fancy. Uh, It's not. (laughs) In Ardmore, Oklahoma, it is. (laughs) She loves her some Sutter Home or Kendall Jackson, y'all. She does. Um, Uh, Anyway- she she Keep did wrong. this kind of weird like emotional thing where she like w- basically made him say if we get pregnant out of wedlock you will never make me have Abort an abortion which she said she was got very depressed and the other half just wasn't over it which y'all this is home I have a friend in life who was going to do uh, like an abortion and that's what she wanted to do and. The, she made three appointments and the guy never showed up. And then she heard the heartbeat. She's like, wow. well, I can't do it now. It's no, my baby. I fully. Oh, I, you know, it's I, so, can't, I can't tell anyone what to do in that situation. But I, I do like that she told this story in that I think a lot of women go through this where guys say, like, I'll support you in this. And then they and kind they of don't. drop out and they're just. Well, it would have been better if it, she wasn't Amber. <laughs> who told this it's story? It's true. Yes, that's true. <laughs> if she was anyone else, y'all. If Kelly told this story, I would have cried. Oh, oh! If Kelly told this story, I would say, "What a learning experience for everyone." But with Amber, I'm like, "Why didn't you just take the fucking pill?" With Amber, I put, feel put like put the shot in your arm. I feel like <laughs> I that little that's... thing they have. You can get a shot in your arm. It gives you birth control. Uh, if you can see my face right now, <laughs> <laughs> no, but can't you? Or we... you can do like Plan B or whatever. You know what Plan B is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it? You take the pill if you think you're pregnant. You do know what it is. Yeah, I've had to take it many a time, <laughs> many a time. I'm actually not judging her choices, and she yeah, got either, pregnant. Neither am I. I'm not that at all. But I. But it's just like this is the last bitch I wanted to hear this from. Yes, it's because it's her. Yeah. Um, and then. Um, I mean, he's saying, I guess, we never really find out if Barnett says he's going to no, be there for No, but I feel like this kind of rocks him to think, oh, she has actual feelings. Which I thought if that was a cop-out, they never responded to his answer. No, they didn't. And the, But they did have this, again, y'all, huge hit. Huge hit. This was from the, this was the original theme to Christopher Nolan's <laughs> Batman. A lot of people don't know. And it was one of those songs that starts off like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> want to get inside your mind <laughs> we can have a good time and just depressing <laughs> this band was the band yeah this band is called free throw but spelled r f e e e free throw but like f r o and it is three black women with actual afros. Oh. Free fro. Free fro. Free fro. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that type of song. Yeah. Anyway, shall, let's talk about. Shall we go to Barnett and Jessica? 
I yes, and I feel like in this, this is perfect. I feel like we're going to be copying Jessica Barnett and also Jessica and Mike. Yes, it's all uh-huh. kind Mark, of Mark. You can't Mark. remember his name. Mark, I'm Mark. I'll remember it now because of rent. Rent. <laughs> um. So one blaze of glory. Glory. You know the saddest thing is about Rent. Oh God! Uh, not I'm to get sorry. off topic. I'm sorry. We Bla- were close. Uh, one song, Glory, is such a better song than the song he's been trying to write the whole time called Your Eyes. Uh, anyway, your eyes, your eyes, every time you died of AIDS. <laughs> But strangely, you come back, but Angel doesn't. I don't see the equity in that. Was that the actual lyric? No. I, know I didn't know <laughs> because they were that bad. Sorry, y'all. We don't love We're rent. not rent heads. We're not rent heads. Come at us. Come at us. I will come for fucking you. It, it happened at a good place in time. Anyway. Um, so Jessica, anytime she's with Barnett, she's like, hey, B. Hey, B. And uh, yeah, like she's like he's like so. Do you think we we like we're gonna be here together? And he's like, at this place, if there were no other guys and no other girls, uh, yeah, yeah, not what she want to (laughs) hear. Where she took us at, like she's like, oh my god, I'm getting married. Oh my god, he told me he was gonna propose to me. Which let's back up. So she takes that information. So let's jump around a little bit. And she literally just walks into Mike and says... In the Pussy Palace. It, no. Mark. She walks into Mark in their pod and says... Uh, she doesn't want to walk away from things, but that basically she's got to follow her heart. So we're going to Mark and Jessica. Well, no, we have to. Yeah. Because he said that, and then Mark she's literally... Like, I think I should walk away. Mark is crushed, but instead of being sad, because most men can't Actually, be sad. Actually, he went, what the fuck? He just gets angry, because that's the emotion all men can it's have. acceptable male emotions. Just saying. Let your men have other emotions, y'all. Let your boys. Y'all, if you have young boys, if they want to, like, cry, let, let them. them cry. Don't pat them on the butt and say, walk it off. Don't or, tell them to mad like up. my mother says, be a big boy. And I... I dressed my mother down. I said, if he wants to fucking cry because his seatbelt won't work, let him fucking cry. Let him fucking cry. Yeah. Because that, that holding up that cry is what'll like make make him like smack his girlfriend across the room. Yeah. Later on. Did Not to say that my mom is responsible for <laughs> spousal wow. abuse. If she hears that show, <laughs> she's gonna say, I mean <laughs> God. God. So Mike's like, what the fuck? And Jessica's like, I don't wanna jump again. And he's like, I love you. She's like, I I don't know how to say this, but you're, you're 10 years younger than me. (laughs) I don't get why she's hung up on this. It's an excuse. It's an excuse. Like, who fucking cares? Do you know how old Barnett is? 27. Yeah. He's seven years younger than she is. Instead of 10. Almost every meme on the internet has been like, uh... I don't know if anybody knows this, but Jessica is 34. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we know. And I think, though, she feels like she is old, which is why she says that. And because she feels like she's old and past her prime, she dates men in their 40s. Which, because yep. she's she thinks they're the only ones who love me. Yep. So, Je- I guarantee Jessica you, feels shitty about herself, Jessica y'all. doesn't have a good relationship with her dad, y'all. Hmm. 
shock shocker. That's, that's you can take that to the therapeutic bank. Ooh. Honestly, her and Burnett are a lot alike because in that they are these people that can't make decisions like if you were behind Barnett and Jessica in a Chipotle, you're going to be there fucking ever. They're not going to know. They don't know if it's a bowl, Yo. if it's taco, oh. sofritas, Wait, or if they're going to do carne. Do you have sofritas? Wait. Is it you fresh? Corn tortillas? How long has it been since you've done it? And then they get halfway and make the wheat tortillas. And they're like, oh my God. So I don't sorry. want that. Can, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm can't so do sorry. Corn. Can you do corn, please? Can, and can we have an extra sour cream on the side? Come at us if you're that bitch in Chipotle <laughs> that needs to make a decision. Y'all, when you walk, it's like being in Starbucks. When you walk out of Chipotle, you know what you want. You know what you want. No one needs to see you decide or get samples. It's true. And then as Mike is like, it's all or nothing, we hear, this Mark. Will, Mark, this will be, it's like, true. this will be my final teardrop. Drop I love that song. Me. Yes. Um, this will be my final teardrop. This is by a group um, from Texas called Skincare. S K Y N N K A R E. Yes. Skincare. Mm-hmm. They're fronted by a group by leader Ronnie Skin. S K Y N N. They're from Midland. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where George, George W. Bush's ranch is. is. So, so she, God, I long for George W. Bush right I, now. We can't talk about politics. Sorry. We can't talk about <laughs> politics. So, anyway, they, which I've wondered, you've seen a couple, I'm wondering if they ever do talk about politics on this show. Not that I've seen. Because that would be important to know in this day and age. But anyway, so Jessica leaves Mike that she's broken up with him. Mark! Mark, so... <laughs> You're an idiot. Yeah. I am. I apologize to everyone who has. You can't use that because you forget their name. Sure. <laughs> and so Jessica goes back to Barnett, and then I feel like this is an appropriate time for a little Love Is Blind theater. Okay. Um, I'm gonna start. Uh, I'll be playing the role of Barnett. Where are my notes? And Poodle is gonna be playing the role of Jessica. Okay. And I'm going to start with Barnett, who's always into some freaky deaky, let's jack off shit. Okay. And Barnett says, hey, babe, let's do something fun. Okay. Uh, is it true that you still feel the same way about me? Oh, it's truth or dare, babe. Yeah, I knew the truth. Um, yeah, that changed. Ooh, babe, I mean, we think the game's over. I mean, I feel like I should go. I don't <laughs> fuck with people like you. I mean, oh my god, I know like a million guys like you. Can I play you something on my ukulele, babe? You do this with something else. I'm so fucking over this right now. Oh my god, which I, I can't do this. And she leaves the room, and then we hear. By Jessica. <laughs> and outside shut. the room, she goes, I'd still blow you. <laughs> this was. And scene. And scene. This was, a, that was, by the way, that was, because it really was her monologue. That was quite good, Poodle. Thank you. This was riveting no, television. Karma is so wonderful. So, guess so who wonderful. the bitch has to creep back to? 
Yes. Mark, and she's crying the next day. So we're explaining this because some of you don't watch the show. You just like to listen to us. And you're literally probably yelling at your car and saying, I hate no, you, you stupid no, bitch. She fucking did. She's going to come back to him and she's crying. Yes, and, she fucking did. Uh, and he's like, She's like, I'm so sorry what I did. I'm so sorry about what I did. And he's like, it feels like I'm just an option to you. Yep. And uh, so then and he she apologizes. Yeah. And then kind of we get a little bit in the Sean Cody weekend getaway. Mike is pissed. He's Mark. Her, Mark. Mark. <laughs> Well, I typed Mike, so I keep reading my That's notes. That's the problem. <laughs> well, Y'all, his, <laughs> his language problems go far beyond this. So Mark is like, he's angry. Am I being played? I don't want to put my heart out. So that's going on. Cut to, that's what he did. But when Jessica gets, when she gets ruined by Barnett. Oh, yeah. She's like, she talks to Amber. She's like, in the pussy palace. She's like, and she's drunk at I this mean, point. I just want to tell you, I just want to tell you, I'm like, you don't know what he told me last night, and you're going to be like, he's going to like do the same thing to you, and like, he treated me like shit, so I don't want the same thing happen to you. I mean, like, it's not that I like hate you, it's just, just that I want to tell you that like, he's not going to do the same thing to me. And she does what so many women do, where they think they, their their words sound like they're making it about them, but they're really saying, no, they're she saying, says, do not make you look like so stupid like he just made me look. I don't him to make you look stupid like he maybe look a little full i mean which as this is going on there's this really riveting tense song called say you hate me playing <laughs> say you hate me say you hate me say you hate me did who sings this song poodle? that is by a great band called uh john paul jones sank the battleship <laughs> Strangely enough, is a woman. A woman. From Thailand. Oh. Mm-hmm. Who was very, really influenced by a lot of Paula Cole as yes. a teenager. <laughs> a lot um, of where are all the cowboys do, gone. Do, 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 do. But this is all I have to say about her. Y'all, beware of a white blonde woman with a glass of wine and an oversized sweater from Free People. <laughs> because... That bitch is, that, is for free that bitch is basic, and she will come for you, and she will keep coming for you until she's drunk and she's convinced herself to feel better. We're gonna cut. I haven't seen the rest of these up, but we're gonna get a Jessica. Of, Why did you do that? I've seen episode three, so yeah, we're <laughs> gonna get that, y'all, and it's gonna be messy. Um. I think that's about that's it for me. Basically that's basically all I had. It's just such a fucking mess. So to, to categorize, put a cap on this poodle, what is your straight people be crazy of this episode? Um, I should have thought of this and I forgot. My straight people be crazy is when you tell Mark, when Jessica tells Mark that like, I don't feel the same way. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm trying to like make you understand. Uh... And he says, you know, it's like, because I, my mother says if something, you love something, let it go. <clears throat> no, you hold on to it. And let it go. And then if it comes back to you, it was meant to be. That is not a great way to That's live, That's not a great way to live. That's a straight people be crazy. You hold on to what you need. Because Poodle, you squeeze it till it dies. <laughs> exactly. 
I will say you ring out however much you need and you throw it away. So going to that moment as well for me, straight people be crazy because y'all. If this happened to a gay person, we would never come back to you. <laughs> exactly, we would. That's what I'm in saying. fact, I would just we like would, fuck around and date someone who looked just like you. We would orchestrate an orgy that involved like four guys. Invite the guy that broke up with us. Make sure he's there that wants to get back with me, and then I would literally fuck other people in front of him. <laughs> That's what I would do. I agree. I agree. All right, everybody. Well, that's the episode. I just realized we don't do Patreon props for this. That's we do okay, not. Right? And we're not going to. We don't to. know. Someone may subscribe. We'll do it la- later it's down fine. the road. Yeah, it's fine. You get it enough. Y'all, this is a very interesting show that we're doing. And, no, you take this. I'm sorry. <laughs> what were you going to say? Oh, no. We're going to say... Go to sissythattalk.com. Oh, you're you, right. You can look at all of our episodes there. We got Nanny Day Fiance. We got Nanny Day Fiance. We got Sweet Tea. God, we have so much. I'm like, we have more now? Yep. Y'all, we more. do this because you asked for it. This is just as much your show as and ours. And we're thirsty as fuck. And we're thirsty. So we've got Nanny Day Fiance. We've got Riverdale. we got Sweet Tea, the Southern Charm Show. You can go get our merch at our new merch store at sissythattalk.com and go to merch and the show links. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and y'all. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love? Yes. And if you ever decide to go underground in Simi Valley and live among the pod people and see who flips your fancy, you better call Call us. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.